Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. How about now? Can you hear me? Can you guys hear me out in the chat?
what we're going to talk about today is Islam and if it's a threat to America. I don't feel it is. Never have felt Islam was a threat to America. I mean, they're just a bunch of... I guess medieval-minded people. Uh, I mean, they have done quite a few things throughout history that would raise our awareness of the type of religion they are. But I don't see them as a threat. I mean, they're easily distinguished uh, if we just put our minds to it. So let's go ahead and get started. Uh, these days, many people are anxious about the threat that Islam poses to the West. The fear is understandable but misplaced. And there are a host of reasons why this proves to be true. Islam is a religion stuck in pre-medieval times and, and has rarely produced any civilizational, scientific, or technological advancements. Around 40% of the Muslims worldwide are illiterate. Muslim nations are unable to manufacture even the most elementary of things without the aid of Western engineering, knowledge, and technology. To a great and powerful civilization, Islam can never pose a threat. The only reason Islam was ever able to conquer two-thirds of the Christian territories after the death of Muhammad was because of the Roman and Persian empires that had weakened themselves and each other through centuries of warfare. Also, plague and famine had decimated the population in the Mediterranean region, leaving them vulnerable to attack. The problem we are now facing with Islam are only symptoms of the left's success in paralyzing the West and preventing it from asserting itself. Islam was never strong. The West just became weak. That is why fear of Islam is misplaced. The real enemy of the West is the ideolo ideological left, an adversary from within which slowly but surely destroys Western civilization by debilitating its cultural and political immune system. In many ways, the left is like HIV and Islam is like a cold. Cold is annoying but hardly life-threatening to someone with a healthy immune system. Someone ravaged with HIV, however, even a common cold can be lethal. More than a century, the left has waged a relentless jihad on the West. In the 19th century, Karl Marx saw Christianity as the cultural carrier and defender of capitalism and launched an intentional attack on religion in general, and Christianity in particular. He believed that if Christian values could be undermined, it would be much easier to replace capitalism with utopian socialism. As an articulate, as an articulate intellectual, Karl Marx attracted many academics to his cause, and gradually left-wing radicals took over Western universities. This position of intellectual power, they were slowly able to poison the minds of the most young people by feeding them lies that effectually turned them into the enemies of their own civilization. The left has been insidious in accomplishing this feat by subtly rewriting academic history textbooks. Today, most positive elements of Western civilization have been erased. Modern students do not learn that capitalism raised billions of people out of poverty and that every single day hundreds of thousands enter the middle class around the globe, thanks to, thanks to free market economics. 
same time, negative occurrences about other cultures have been carefully removed. Ask an average student in, in the university, and he will know nothing about the 100 million people who were effectively murdered under communist totalitarianism. I hate that word. I've also not been made aware that almost all places that suffer from poverty in the world are governed by left-wing anti-capitalist regimes. Instead, leftist professors teach only about the vices and atrocities that have occurred in our own history. As a student, you will learn the West became rich due to slavery and imperialism, but they will never teach that slavery was endemic to all cultures across the world and that Western Christian nations, uh, which ultimately abolished slavery. University professors proclaim that all the wealth in the West was stolen from the innocent, peaceful cultures around the world. Students are taught that whites are fundamentally racist, but it will go unsaid that all these cultures from which we allegedly stole our wealth had been dirt poor for thousands of years and any racism that existed in the West pales in comparison to that of other cultures. Professors may not use words like evil, but it isn't necessary. Students infer the, this conclusion on their own based on the deceptions that they're fed. They deduce the West in general, and specifically the United States, must be destroyed so that all other respectable and decent cultures of the world can blossom again and create nirvana that ex existed before our ruthless, impoverished end exploitation. The worst part is that decent conservatives and libertarians across the world have allowed this to happen practically without more resistance. Why? The left has found a great weakness of conservatives. Their conscience and their decency, when someone accuses them of being racist or some other form of evil, their reflex is to apologize and appease. The more conservatives uh, play Satan Sue, the louder the left screams racism. Why? Because it works cultural de decay of our civilization will continue until conservatives choose to stand up and say enough. First step of what will certainly be lo a long process of rest restoring respect for American culture and values is to quit apologizing and cease pacifying the left. What I got to say about that. Right. Like he's gotten on here yet. I'm going to unmute your guest three. Uh, who do I got on the line? Hey, brother. What's going on? Uh, not too much. Yeah, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. You know, we're we're pretty much uh, guilty of, of letting things happen on our own. A uh, bunch of different things throughout history. Yes, the left is constantly rewriting history books and everything like you just said, but, you know, it's been happening throughout the years. You know, it, it happened through uh, the integration of the school systems. It happened by lowering grading standards when when uh, the integration had to happen because, you know, certain students weren't able to to get up on the same level as other students. So lowering the grade, grading standards rather than making everybody meet the standards has has slowly decayed our society to a bunch of idiocracy for the most part. I mean, uh, that's that's the that's the best word that comes to mind when I think about it. Yeah. Well, I want to bring up a point. If you look at the city of Detroit back in the 60s and 70s, 
it was a great city. You know, there was a lot of lot of uh, income through auto manufacturers, uh, which for what for the worst for them is that they uh, inflated the wages for auto workers. You know, I have a uh, a relative can't read his own name on a piece of paper. But he was in the auto workers union making $30 an hour to put tires on a truck as it went by. You know, that that that's a whole lot of damn money. Someone that can't even read put a yeah. tire on a truck as it goes by. $30 an hour to stick a tire, a tire on a truck and zip, zip four damn lug nuts on it and let it go on down the line. And then, you know, with having to pay those wages, they skyrocketed the price of American cars, and no one could afford to really buy them. So then, of course, you know, the, in the late 70s, uh, Datsun and um, Toyota and all them were introduced to the American market a whole lot cheaper than our cars. And they killed us. Uh, the bad part about Detroit is they were a one-industry city. You know, they could have... Instead of just focusing on on the auto on the on the uh, auto working, uh, you know they could have tried to get other industries in there, but they just focused on on cars. And with having a left-run city, uh, they just destroyed themselves, you know, because they they kept on jacking up the the, the union uh, wages. They let the unions take over the auto manufacturers. Uh, welfare went up, uh, and like you were saying, the grade a grade average. Uh, I guess when that's when they you know started coming up with that grading curve. You know, you you couldn't get a hundred. If you got a hundred and somebody else got a fifty, then everybody averaged getting a seventy-five or some shit. I can't remember exactly how that shit works, but it's just uh, you know I, I feel that the left has has destroyed America, you know, or at least what we thought it would have would have been. I guess I guess I'm I'm uh, as conservative as a person can get. I I won't I won't vote for a democratic person. I don't give a damn how good their their speeches are. Uh, just for what I've seen everywhere where there's a where there's a major city that that's has a lot of poverty. I, it, you can just about guarantee you that it's ran uh, by the left side, like like uh like California. New York, Detroit. Yeah, you can guarantee that. that. This way that when they accomplish their mission and they and they bring cities down like Detroit and everything like that, I mean, even if you look outside of cities like uh, Detroit now, as as bad as it has gotten, you look at Dearborn, Michigan, you know, and, and look at, at the populace that, that is there. It's, it's majority uh, Islam. It's majority people that are not natively born here as an American, and I'm not saying that any any person that is that is not white. I'm saying that any person that's that's you know an American uh, that has Americanism at their heart, regardless of, of race or creed, there on that one, it's 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 gotten just just pitiful, you know. And and one thing, the uh, you know left hand washes the right hand at this point. You know they've they've accomplished their goal. Now they've got these poverty-stricken cities. Now they've got all these people that are minorities and, and everything like that. 
uh, and they're breeding like crazy, and they're demanding everything that our government says that they would help to help our people. And now all of a sudden, some of these people are technically, if you want to look by the law, our people. So then, you know, everything is drained. You know, this 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 whole new tax tax deal that's coming out, supposed to be, you know, well, it's going to be good for the nation. Well, you know, then it's going to raise the debt ceiling. If you look at that, you know, yeah, we're going to, you know, middle class, working class people might get a break, but it's raising our debt ceiling to where we're going to go in into debt with countries like China and all these people that already own the majority of, of our country as it is. And what do you think is going to happen when we get into such a, a, a bad, you know, just just intolerable, just debt, just, just something that we can't handle, and their ambassador or whoever it is comes over and it's pretty much, okay, has his hand out and says, okay, where's where's the 75% of the country that I just bought? You know, what are we going to do at that point? <laughs> You know, uh, yep. could could that be a point of maybe what something that's all the stuff that's going on overseas right now, while we're focused on the next crazed dumbass shooter that's out there, yep. or or you know uh, the next the next idiot that wants to stand up and say that they're pissed off at a statue, you know, in in the whole time that we're sitting here giving it away to other countries, you know, and yep. and it's all because we've let all this stuff go by since, like you said, you know, it started in the late sixties and sixties and seventies and. Yeah, I mean the more the more the more that happens, the braver people are going to get to do things. You know, right. not not you know you can look at look at when bungee jumping was invented. You know, I'm pretty sure they looked at one another and said, "You go first. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> no doubt. So the same yeah. thing with with the uh, with the uh, you know with with kids shooting up schools and and people shooting up other people. You know, it, it once it starts getting, I guess, popular more people will do it. So, you know, we had this terrible thing that happened, you know, last, yesterday uh, in Vegas. You know, that's, just, that's, just another yeah. person, that's just another person getting getting brave enough to do it, and there'll be more people that do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you never, every once in a while, you got, I know back in so the 70s, you know, we had a couple snipers here and there that would take out some people, uh, but it wasn't popular. You know, right. and then, you know, this until this century, rushing in somewhere and, and shooting the place up, it's starting to get, get popular. So, you know, we all have to become aware of what's going on around us. I don't want anybody to hide and be afraid to walk around in this country because the odds of you, you know, of you probably being involved in something like that are, are pretty slim, you know, according to population statistics anyway. Let me ask you something because I know you're a combat veteran. Mm-hmm. When you were you were in Afghanistan, correct? Correct. Okay, so other than maybe a small skirmish or uh, uh, an unknown vehicle approaching your guard post or whatever, do you think the military was afraid to be there? Do you think the military was afraid of no. this? Oh no, because it was always the rogue individuals. Now they had, you know, you could you could look back through their history, and you know, you could you could nitpick here and there. It was it was hardly ever out outright say Al Qaeda or or what we know now as ISIS. You know, back then it was Al Qaeda. Before that, it was and, oh, and the Taliban, and and before that, I, I forget what they called themselves. But you know, just it, they're all the same. But you know, these people that that have, that even pulled that kind of stuff, man. You could 
you could look back and they'd have ties and everything like that. And of course, when something major would happen or bad would happen, of course these these terrorist groups would stand up. Oh yeah, we 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 were uh, we were the ones that were responsible for that. Honestly, probably fifty percent of of the attacks. I'd even I'll go that low. You know, they probably higher really, but you know, weren't by. The, like I said, directly any any group or anything. You know, the the ones that were botched and didn't kill anybody or or didn't do anything, you don't see any group standing up and saying, oh, yeah, that was us, you know. But it's because they're just looking for the next thing. You know, they they force individuals to do things like that. You know, I remember, you know, very well, uh, you know, some things that had happened over there. And all it was was these higher-up, People that were in 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 uh, what well, I said it was the Taliban or Al Qaeda, whatever you want to call them, uh, they came into a village and they said, "Look, you know, we're going to stop start popping off your women and your kids, or else you go draw fire." And that's what their men did. They came out to up to out to us and and they drew fire. That way, you know, people could see our tactics. And yeah. now, you know, now I'm sitting here and I'm back home. And I watched this happen every single day with with the American people as a whole. As, as a whole, we're we're sitting here every day, watching and reacting, and giving people uh, uh, information on how we're going to react or what we're going to do. And yep. And and we're losing every single day. You know, we're not gaining any ground. We're not we're not doing anything. And you know, unfortunately, the the real proud Americans, the people that have still have that Americanism in their heart, a lot of us are getting older. I'm I'm wanting to say even as far as this, you know, Generation X and everything like that. You know, uh, back back when I was coming up, I you know that's the generation I belong to. Everybody thought, oh well, the world's screwed now. Well, we really, really, honestly, are the last generation of of a few of us that still have that Americanism at heart, what we know to be true to our country, you know, the the kids now through the media and through propaganda and everything like that, they're made to even feel guilty about being an American now, you know, screw, yeah. screw may have made, made feel, feel guilty about, you know, whatever color your skin might be, you're being made to feel guilty about being an American, Yeah, you know? that's what they're That's and, what they're teaching them in the universities, what I was talking about earlier, mm-hmm. you know, these these uh, left leftists are, are teaching our kids to hate their own skin. Mm-hmm. They want them yeah, to feel guilty. Definitely. They want them to feel guilty about being white. Well, what better way than than to really control something if you really think about it? You got the ones that feel guilty about it. Feel guilty of the fact that they think they have to go out and do something drastic. Even maybe something that you know that's been happening in the news lately with the church shooting, with the new stuff that happened last night, with everything like that. You know, and you got those kind of people. All right, but then you got these kind of people that feel guilty, and if something happened that their country needed them to come to its aid, and, and America needed her soldiers and her warriors again, she would not have any soldiers or warriors. She would have a nation full of punk son of a bitches that wouldn't pick up and fight for anything, and they would lay down for yep. any country that was that would be to come in here and and enforce their rules. You know, right. you know. Uh, you know, they, they they want all these people, you know, a lot of these uh, left-leaning people or, or leftist people, they think that everybody can just live in unity. But they don't understand or they won't believe 
that the that the religion of Islam wants us dead. They don't they don't want free they do not want freedom of religion. They don't want freedom of speech. You know everything according to Sharia law. You you yeah. either do as we say or you die. That's it. There there is no freedom. People so have never I mean, seen they, that. They've Most never suffered. They haven't suffered enough. Exactly. You know, and that you know that was the reason that was the first uh, that was the the reason uh, of the rising of the Klan back in the early part of the 19th century. You know, communi communism uh, coming over to this country back in the early 1900s mm -hmm. to gain control, and then the Democrats, then which had nearly had the same views as conservatives conservatives now, saw. Uh, what would have would have been the right then, uh, trying to take over? So they, you know, they land came up in the 1920s and essentially controlled the voting populace to keep those kind of anti-American people out of office. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and and now they've you know they've enforced their rule on on their own children, their own children since they were in power. You know, um, you know, have now, I guess, guided uh, <laughs> through default. You know, these these seats of power within our own government, and now it's 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 almost like people have been hypnotized, hypnotized by, it. like it's something that that's grand and and new, and all these new kids have, of course they don't stack up in a book. Uh, you know, and unfortunately. They have Google, you know, Google, they have all the information right there at their hands, and they would rather not do the research on their own, you know, and, and find out the, the real deal. You know, this isn't something that's new. This is what, what you're talking about. This has happened in the 20th history where history repeats itself, and now it's happening, if you think about it, in the 2020s. You know, it's it, 100 years later, and we're repeating the same damn cycle. Yes, on, a, on on some different levels. Our technology yeah. has advanced. You know, um, we've advanced in, in certain ways as a people, but unfortunately, a lot of these people haven't even advanced in their minds enough to be able to wrap their mind around this is the same, yeah. same shit that happened a hundred years ago. You know, so are we going to fall? Are we going to continue to fall like we have for the past hundred years? Or are we going to wake the hell up? Yeah, that goes back to the old saying, if you don't learn from history, you're bound to repeat it. Mm-hmm. You know, every time. You know, everybody... I'm trying to think think of the words here. Everybody has their opinion on, on what uh, problems America faces. Okay, we got the Klan that... Uh, Thinks that the blacks are a detriment, um, and 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 other and other races. Um, now now we have uh, Islam creeping in through the northern states, and actually uh, Canada just passed a law that says you cannot talk bad about Islam. You can now face criminal charges. So they're they're uh, wow. letting sh Sharia law come into Canada. So that'll be our northern border. Uh, that has accepted Islam uh, and is protecting him just the same way as we we protect the Jews, or at least uh, 
Now I don't know if it's it's if it's criminalizing or, or if it's a criminal uh, to say anything bad about the Jews here. I'm pretty sure you get the hell cussed out of you for it. But places like Germany, um, it's against the law to talk bad about Jews. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that other there are some countries that are the same way. You know, England. Uh, England has a Muslim. Yes. If he's a prime minister or what he is now, um, mm-hmm. France is getting terrorist attacks all the time because they allowed the refugees in. Russia's allowing refugees in. Japan said, "Hell no, we're not taking any refugees." They said, "We need to work on our own people first. Let's bring our own population up before we bring in a, an outsider." And I think that we should do the same thing. Well, everybody should. I mean, that that what we did when we built the superpowers of this world. Uh, each superpower done that. They stuck to their own. They built their own. We come to, 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 ah, together collectively in certain places, but for the most part, we focused on our own people, and that's what we've gotten away from. And, you know, we, we stopped worrying about, you know, the homeless in the streets. We stopped worrying about, you know, uh, our vets that, that went off to this war uh, and these different wars since you know, Desert Storm and, and even Vietnam even, you know, uh, you know, we have our guys out there all the time and women along with their kids that are out there suffering as a people. And, you know, we're, we're turning our backs every day. And I, it's not just the mm-hmm. veterans. It's, it's, it's people as a whole, people that will actually get up and, and put some work in and, and still struggle. You know, they still struggle due to different reasons. They might have, have bad debt due to when, you know, uh, the economy collapsed, you know, uh, some years back, if you're old enough to have uh, uh, debt from then. Uh, unfortunately, I am. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it's just, it's, it's a different day and age, my friend. It's, it's trying to get these people to understand that, yes, this has happened before. You know, the the Great Depression happened in the 20s. I mean, you you have a lot of different factors. And if, if things keep going the way that they're going with our own country, like I was just talking about, our debt ceiling and everything like that, where if we're already not paying our debt, why in the hell would you want to, okay, well, I can't pay it, but let's go ahead and borrow some more money to pay on that that I can't pay for later on, for later on. You know, our our fourth and fifth generations now, are going into so much debt before they're even thought about being on this earth. You know, yep. people yep. people are counting on on our on our socials and our our birth certificates from for 50 or 60 years from now. You know, from from our family lines, and you know, all the all of a sudden we're we're pissed off and, and want to go run run the run the damn board over over statues and everything. We we should have been running the fucking board. We should have been getting our stuff together you know, uh, politically and legally and everything like that before we had to, you know, feel like we needed to take up any kind of arms against anybody else within the nation. We we should have got together as an American people back when the getting was good, back in the, you know, late 80s, early 90s when, you know, the economy was doing pretty decent, you know, everything was going on, but everybody seemed to be focused on what new bass boat they wanted or what new truck they wanted or whatever whatever was new that the media had put out there that everybody had to have for their life, you know, what what the next big thing was. And then all of a sudden, 
all that money that everybody was making and all that fun that everybody was having, where did the money go? You know, it went right back to the people that 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 run this whole shit shebang in the first place because they had you out there buying shit you didn't need in the first damn place. Yep. You know? And and all of a sudden, oh no, the economy collapses and now you got, you know, um uh, uh I don't know, $100,000, $120,000 mortgage on your house. You have that $20,000, $30,000 vehicle maybe that you have out in the yard. Your your job's gone, and you're sitting here wondering what happened. Well, what happened was while you was out there having the good times and living the good life, the rug was being slowly pulled out from up under you. And then right when it was ready to be taken, you know, you were left, everybody was left on their ass. People lost their homes. You know, they lost their family, they, properties, everything, they, everything. You know, people committed more. suicide over this shit, brother. Yeah, they they bought more than they could afford. Uh, you know, and they, we had a whole lot of subprime lending uh, to people that they knew darn, darn well could barely afford the house that they're buying. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, I myself was a victim of a subprime loan back when I first bought my house. You know, I, I knew I knew darn well that I, I wouldn't be able to get this house. Or no, someone popped up and says, "Yeah, we'll finance you." And boy, it was the most it was the most shitty damn mortgage I'd ever seen. And of course, I didn't know nothing about mortgages. You know, it was my first house, and I, I just hell, there's some, yeah, hell yeah, you're gonna sell me this house? Shit, I'll buy it. And uh, I just started signing papers. You know, after yeah. about five years, you know, interest rate keeps climbing. Why does the interest rate keep climbing? You know, and I wasn't on a fixed interest. I was on an adjustable rate, and it wasn't the rate of American uh, Prime. It was it was through the London Prime Index, which they were doing good at the time, so their their interest rate went up. And then, of course, my interest rate went up. Uh, if they'd have done it for you know, if they would have matched it with American economy, I don't think it would have ever went up. But either way, you know, got refinanced and got into a into a fixed rate mortgage, and everything's cool now. But you know. Uh, even when I was talking about earlier about Detroit, you know they were they were, you know, like three hundred thousand subprime loans wrote in one year. Uh, black families that they knew, but couldn't afford to live there. Alabama today, brother. I, I can take you through Birmingham, Alabama. Right now, and and not even what people would consider consider the ghetto, right of of Birmingham, really. But I could take you to some areas that that look really really nice, but every bit of it's not proof homes. Every bit of it, uh, you know, it's it's sad to see. But and and people will be just so happy, so happy that they got this this nice beautiful home through HUD and everything like that. And they don't see the cost. They don't see the long-term cost behind these. Because you know, you think about it. These these mortgage companies, realtors. You know, if if those homes were to been bought flat out by people that were actually going out and get loans, they would have got them really, really, really on the cheap. And these these loan companies get them for the most part on the cheap. But then on the book, they're going to show you know two and three hundred thousand dollars what these what these houses would have been had it been not for the neighborhoods that they're in or neighborhoods that they surround or or whatever, yep. you know. Uh, on the books, it's going to say one thing, but then when I take you through these areas, you're going to say, wow, I, I know why HUD got this, 
you know, nice, beautiful home for seventy-five dollars to $80,000 when, you know, any, any other time, uh, really, maybe an individual could look up, but on the books, they for dang sure got it for around 200000 and well, they have they have neighborhoods in Detroit that have been abandoned. Uh, they got they got houses that sold for two hundred thousand dollars that they can't they can't give them away. They can't sell them for five hundred dollars because nobody wants to live in that neighborhood. You know, because now it's you know most of the property's abandoned and it's just you know crime ridden now. Um, and that's you know are are the uh, the people that that run this country—that's just their greed, and that's what they've done to this country. They, they put it greed, knowing darn well that you know most of the people that they're were loaning this, uh, making these loans for, could not, couldn't pay for it. They might have paid for it for a few years, but you know they knew they were going to class. They don't give a damn. You know they probably took out some kind of insurance on the side, guarantee their payout on it or. I really don't yeah. know. I'm just speculating, but I'm pretty sure they didn't lose any money, even though the homeowner lost. I'm pretty sure, because you know, because they can write the damn debt off, um, to write their loss off. Oh yeah. What pisses me off? Screwed up. Is I've, I've, I've already got a home loan. They, you know, through the VA. I've, I've actually bought my first home with my VA loan, right? I satisfied that loan and everything was in the clear because I actually had to move from that area like four or five months after I bought the home uh, to be relocated uh, for some more duty. But anyways, we sold the home and I got cleared on that loan. But I've been looking and and I've I've not even applied for any kind of VA loan because it sounds good, everything like that that they have out and about. But really, they know that that. That's for sure money. These loan companies that work for these places know that that's a for sure way for the government to get what they've been paying you as far as, you know, uh, if you're lucky enough to get any kind of benefits or anything because that home loan for sure is going to come out, you know, uh, of whatever kind of supplement or any kind of benefit you might get uh, before it comes to you. So it's guaranteed money. And then you look, okay, it was a VA home loan. Well, the VA really. They're just, they're, it's, it's, it's just like any other financial uh, institution, really, because that's what it's become. They get their money back. You know, all these, mm-hmm. all these, all this big grandeur about, oh, well, they, they give you a, a loan for your business. Man, I've looked into that. If I was to get a loan for a business, even doing what I was doing, and 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 doing doors and construction and stuff like that, the debt that I would be in right off the bat. For the first three years at least, I wouldn't see any kind of anything other than struggle just to be able to keep up with the interest from this loan, you know. Uh, and and yet uh, the benefits check, that would be out the window, but I would still be struggling, you know, as far as a business goes. And right. it's, not, it's not even worth it, you know. So the, the whole American dream of if you have the ambition – and you have the knowledge, and I'm, I'm sorry, brother, I'm no idiot. You know, I, I I could run my own business. I have run my own business before, but it's gotten to the fact of being able to run my own business now between the licenses, between the permits, between everything else, and then you, you tack that on 
along with with whatever loans you have to get because you have to have uh, reliable transportation. Transportation, you know, if you're doing construction, of course, you need uh, a way to haul your material along with you from job to job. So all that stuff costs you so much that it's not it's not even worth even even getting the VA loan what they would consider to be a small loan. You know, it's 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 all set up. It, it is a big monopoly, and I don't know really what the answers are out there other than you know people should just we need to wake up and start leaning on each other a little bit more like we used to. You know, uh, start growing some of your own food. Start putting some of this stuff back because. You know, maybe it, maybe it might be a good idea to start practicing some of this while they're getting good because right now it's as good as it's going to get. It's only going to get worse from here on in. So, you know, wake up and start being able to educate yourself now on what you need to do to take care of you and yours. And even even if we're old and, and we're grumpy and we can't move and, and our kids have us in a nursing home somewhere and it happens, at least our kids and our grandkids will have the knowledge to be able to, to be able to pass that on because that's what's hurting America right now. All the knowledge that we used to pass along. You think about the stuff that your grandpa, or your your dad used to teach you, or anything like that. That stuff, that's knowledge that uh, you know maybe you get to pass on. You know, uh, depending on how these kids come up. You know, they would rather they would rather figure something out from a computer or some kind of game or some kind of something you know, that has them completely distracted. If they really actually had to get out there with something somebody taught them about survival, they would have no flipping clue at all. Not a clue. Yep. And, and we, we've gotten away from passing down our traditions as, you know, as warriors. Uh, I'll, I'll be so brazen as to call it warriors because that's who we come from. We come from warriors. You don't... Yeah, I'm not everybody you think about warriors, people think about well maybe Vikings or well maybe uh, you know, uh knights or, or whatever it is. You know, warrior is somebody that has the ability to survive and overcome the odds no matter no matter what it is. That you know, you look at, at George Washington, you look at everybody during the Revolutionary War, how we were not supposed to come out of that and we were not supposed to be born as a nation and we were definitely not supposed to become one of the major superpowers, and at one time the major superpower out there. That was not supposed to happen. That was because people were warriors. They had a warrior instinct, and we've lost it. Yep. That's just my thoughts on it, brother. I mean, um, I've been noticing things, you know, uh <laughs> Especially with uh, with let, let me just my new means of employment that I have to have, uh, actually dealing with the public a lot more than I did when I was when I was doing construction work and everything. But I I get to see now really people's mindset and, and see where they're going. You know, the only people that come in and know what they're doing, know what they want to be able to go and do it themselves without having to hire it out done are people that you might get a few that are my age, but most of them are older than me. The people that, say, are my age and younger come in and they don't know how to do the basic things, you know, things, things that we know that we have to have. If we want to get from point A to point B, 
and something goes wrong and we not, might need to do some kind of little basic, you know, adjustment there, they don't even know how to do it. I have to go out and I have to do it for them, you know. And the, and the whole time I'm doing this, what are they doing? They're sitting there with their phone, looking down at their phone. They're not paying attention to a damn thing that I'm doing to maybe, you know, hey, if I had to do this one day by my own, you know, watch this guy, maybe I could do it. <laughs> you know, um, it it it's like everybody. It is everybody's a sheep, and and every, if you're not a sheep, then you're asleep. And and the few of us that are that are awake, we're still mixed because you're mixed in the fact of people wanting to take it and and make it into pure hate and just fight every damn thing that comes up, or you get the people that are just wanting to smack everybody around and say, hey. Come to your senses. Come collectively together as a whole, and and let's get this shit together for our country. You know, our country is failing. Not it's not just one organization or another organization or or whatever. This is outside of organizations. Our country is failing as a whole, and we're not getting our heads out of our collective asses. Yep, that's right. Oh shit. I was having one more show up, but I guess he's not going to show up. He's going to talk a little bit about his uh, his platform, but I guess we'll we'll save that for another day. Uh, I guess if there's not anything else to talk about, brother, I'm going to go ahead and at least turn the, at least turn the recording off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have anything else. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.